Yay! Welcome to the first ever car edition of the EIE podcast. I am so excited about this. So buckle up, take a ride with me, and let's talk about social media. What? I mean, come on, it's 2021. We should be able to openly talk about social media and conversate about the different ways that we could be helping each other and promoting each other. That's what this is all about, the love and the support. So let's go. Hi, I'm Cola Shippentower, and this is the Enough is Enough podcast, the show where we talk about everything and anything from politics to relationships, from fitness to sex and everything in between. We talk with individuals who have said enough is enough and are ready to speak what's on their hearts. Yo, so again, disclaimer right off the bat, I am currently in my pickup. I have all three of my boys with me. We are driving to Montana. We're heading back for the second buffalo hunt of the year for our family. So again, if you hear any sort of background noise, uh, my boys are with me. We're on the road you know, noises come up, but I am being safe. I have this on my AirPod. You guys are my ear. And I just had all these thoughts going on on this drive and I wanted to get them out and share them with you. What I'll be covering today is going to be kind of my thoughts. I will put this out there. I am not a social media marketing guru. I have just been able to find what works best for me, the pros and cons of social media and how I feel about them and my own personal experience with the different platforms and outlets that we have in 2021. So firstly, I will get my handles out there. I do mostly and primarily run off of Instagram and my Instagram handle is at Cola Shipping Tower, Cola with the K if you didn't know that already. But then I also have the podcast platform for Instagram, which is at EIE 541. I do also have a Facebook page, which is Cola Thompson, and I used to have a Snapchat, don't have that one. We will definitely go over why and how that all works out. Um, I recently did join Clubhouse, which is very interesting to me. A lot of people thought I would be very excited about that platform. I am still trying to get used to it. it's, it's very interesting. For those of you that do not know what Clubhouse is, it is essentially these different rooms that you can create and just listen to conversations. Now, what I do not understand is that you can have thousands of people in one room having a conversation. I don't understand how people are able to hop in on these conversations. I'm still trying to navigate through that. To be quite honest, on a scale of one to 10, Right now, I would scale Clubhouse at like a three on my radar. I am all about open conversation and having a platform to be able to speak, but I just find that app to be more chaotic than anything. I've navigated through different types of rooms and trying to figure out different uh, conversations, and it just quite isn't for me at this point. I think if I spent a little bit more time with it, I might catch a feel for it, but again, not my jam. So those are the social media platforms that I have. Um, I do not currently run a website or anything like that. Like I said, not a social media marketing guru, but I do have some experience um, in promoting myself, especially as an athlete and being able to match make my own fights, things to that nature. And then I'm really good at advertising when it comes to group fitness classes or events or 
campaigns, things like that. I'm really good at pushing those and getting people interactive through my own posts. So let's cover the big one first, Instagram. I love me an Instagram. For a long time, maybe I should back up a little bit. I ran a lot off of Facebook. But what people started noticing is that I posted a lot of pictures. I would post a lot of pictures with a lot of explanation to it. And then people started telling me, hey, Instagram is where you should be at because you have so many pictures. I was a little reluctant to it because I didn't want to add another social media platform to my phone. I very much just wanted to stay focused on one. I didn't want to go to another one. So I kind of started navigating Instagram, seeing how that was going to work out. And very much so. It's primarily pictures and videos and whatnot. So it fit for me. Um, Being able to primarily post pictures and videos and of all the things that I was doing, because I do fighting, jiu-jitsu, dance. So it was just more appropriate for me and what I wanted to post. Now, Instagram has become the place where I post more probably about turn-up and jiu-jitsu. And that seems to be my primary following. I've been able to kind of figure out my audience on Instagram. And it seems to be to that target group of dance and jujitsu, which I absolutely love because then it helps me really focus in and hone in on that. I will say as of recently, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why, is that my Instagram has taken a little bit of a turn and my activism is starting to come out a little bit more on that platform. So being able to talk about some of the issues indigenous people face, talking about the triumphs and the struggles and the obstacles and the wins that native people have, I've been able to share them a little bit more on Instagram because my audience is changing just a little bit. I've been able to use my dance platform, my jujitsu and fighting background to kind of help launch me into a little bit more of a an audience for what I'm really, really passionate about and what my my journey is changing into. So Instagram's been really good in that respect. Facebook, I save, I've reached the cap for 5,000 friends. I had tried creating an actual kind of like athlete or business profile a few years back. It just didn't really work out for me. It seemed like more work than anything. Um, I, I do reach that 5,000 friend cap and I have to kind of clean through my Facebook page quite often, but I will say that I save my Facebook more for the the real personal posts. I don't get too nitty gritty or personal in these posts, but it is probably more catered because that's where a lot of my family are and that's where a lot of my friends that I actually know, this is so weird to say, in real life. So Facebook is more going to be towards people that are really genuinely wondering about how my family's doing, how the kids are doing. So I, I say Facebook kind of for that, that audience. Now we'll talk about Snapchat. I had Snapchat for a couple of years when it really kicked off and everyone was really loving it. And it was this new thing that everyone loved and wanted to do. I very quickly hopped right into it and I was posting almost every hour on the hour and keeping that really up to date. Um, 
when I had all three platforms going at once, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, it was just too much. And at the time they didn't have the code written to where if you post to one area, it would post to all three. So I became really overwhelmed. And for me, when I've got training and school and the boys and family life and just everything going on, having three separate platforms just did not work out well for me. And I really had to kind of cut things out to allow myself to be more present and available to my kids. Um, It got to a point where my kids were kind of like, really, again, mom, you're pulling out your phone, you're posting again. So Snapchat really ended up being a negative app for me and I had to get rid of it. So I don't have Snapchat anymore. And then also I was running into a little bit more creepy creeps on that one. I would have people asking me for very weird requests and for lack of a better way to describe it. It was not my OnlyFans page. I don't do that stuff. Um, But I had people asking for weird things. And I think it was because of the convenience of messages popping up and then disappearing after people can read them. I think people capitalize on that and especially predatory individuals. And that's just how my mind works. A total crime junkie. That's where I, my mind would go to. And I'm like, I'm just not with it. Like I'm, I'm definitely going to get rid of this app. So moving forward, 2021 actually has changed the social media game for me. I have finally joined the other millennials because technically I'm a millennial. Um, I hopped on the TikTok train, the old TikTok-y. I am pretty impressed by this app because I haven't seen anything really too negative on this app. Um, My kids love it because it really serves the purpose of catching your attention within the first five seconds and you're only looking at 30 second to 60 second videos pops sometimes even shorter which i love because then you're not having to take this long time to read a really long post or watch a really long video um you're getting like the meat and potatoes of what the post is going to be about and you find a lot of different creativity throughout this app which i think is amazing especially during the quarantine 2021 and we're moving into 2020 or I'm sorry 2020 where everything was shut down and then moving into 2021 where everything's starting to reopen during that time when we're also isolated it really provided this outlet for all different ages all different groups the diversity in this app is just amazing to me but being able to provide this platform for people to hone in on their what we call niche like the things that they're really really good at I thought was awesome I have yet to find out exactly what I'm really good at for TikTok I'm gonna be honest and transparent in this I do dance so when I see the little 15 second dances it's awesome because I can learn them really really fast but I kind of want to use this platform a little bit more for awareness or campaigning sort of thing so I've tried to do both and I've also tried to highlight a little bit more of like the special moments with my family um like I said my boys absolutely love TikTok so when I'm making these videos that include them they love watching them so it was a little way for us to really connect on that level as well so it's been overall positive for um, my family and I so what I do like about TikTok is that you once you post there, it'll immediately post to your other social media platforms. Um, they've definitely figured out the code for that, but there's also algorithms that you have to think about. So I know that Instagram is really big on not allowing the TikTok logo in their videos. They will actually have the code and algorithm set to where if it has a logo, you won't see it on the explore page on Instagram. So keep that in mind if you ever share your TikTok videos over to Instagram. You 
might want to screen record them and then repost them. Um, that's something that I picked up on. So I've been doing a little bit of a, an experiment with my own social media platforms right now. Again, Facebook, I don't really include in on this because it's more personal, but between TikTok and Instagram, I have found that using the TikTok app to create videos and reposting them through the screen recording option on my iPhone and then reposting them to Instagram has really upped my views on my videos. Now, I do my best to keep a healthy mixture of different posts, so I will do either a single photo post and have maybe a really long caption as to maybe what I'm going through personally or kind of just something that I've written. Um, and just to kind of keep my audience a little bit more engaged and still make it feel personal so people have a connection with me. I also do carousel posts. If you don't know what carousel posts are, that's where you have the options to post up to 10 pictures on one post because when one picture comes through someone's newsfeed, later on that day, that same post will pop up but with a different picture. And it will do that for that person continually throughout the day until they've seen each one of your pictures on that carousel post. So it causes more interaction. It causes more engagement from your followers. It causes more maybe comments or likes or saves. And that's ultimately what is going to up your Instagram game. I also post reels. Reels have gotten really big in the past, I want to say even three months. Reels are what get you engaged with people who aren't already following you. So our pictures, our stories, those are going to be for people already following you, which is amazing. You have followers, you have friends, you have family that are watching your Instagram. That's what they're going to see. The reels is what gets you on the explore page. So this is going to start finding you followers or an audience that doesn't already follow you. So this is going to start bringing on more people to engage with you more people to take a look at what you're doing with your life and what you're interested in and what you're passionate about so reels are real important so I've definitely figured that out in relationship to TikTok and Instagram um, for personal preference I find that editing through TikTok is much easier than using the real option on Instagram um, when it comes to effects when it comes to video editing much easier but on the same hand, editing as far as text duration or where you want to place into a video, that's a lot easier in Instagram. So just going to put that out there if you're still trying to figure out like which one am I using, which one am I doing, that sort of thing. Um, so I feel like that kind of covers the pros and cons that I found with social media. Something I get asked quite a bit is how do you find this balance? Like how do you find out what you should be posting, how often you should be posting, um, and just kind of the overall balance or prioritization to my social media. First and foremost, I have always prioritized my children and my husband's safety when it comes to social media. Uh, I had the very unfortunate situation happen probably about six or seven years ago. Um, for those that do not know, I do have a blended family. But I'm, that's not what this podcast is about. But I will say that when I was posting pictures of my boys, other people would come onto my social media and either screenshot or save those pictures and keep them for their, their own 
I, I don't know, their own collection, which I thought was a little weird and a little concerning, considering that they weren't actually participating in my family's lives in real life. So I made the decision that I wasn't going to really post too much about my boys, the people that really wanted to know what they had going on, sports or school or things like that, were the ones that were going to directly contact me and really engage with my boys and make plans with them. So um, that was to keep my boys safe, but also we're moving into this weird time where you don't want to be letting a lot of people know what your family is up to. Um, if individuals start seeing that your boys have a specific schedule or your kids have a specific schedule as far as like walking or riding the bus, going to school or sports, whatever their schedule is going to look like, I definitely encourage people to look at maybe their own personal schedule and see if that's something you want to take into consideration. Safety, personal safety is what I advocate for and what I train and teach people. So I definitely like to leave that open for people on their own individual safety plan. So that's what it looks like for me. The other part being my husband is in law enforcement and I definitely don't want to post anything that might be too personal um, considering his his job and his employment and also his safety. I don't want to post anything that puts him out there on his location, things like that. So I let him have his own social media. He posts what he likes to post and I just, I, I don't post too much with him in it for that reason. It's, it's not saying that we don't have an excellent marriage or excellent relationship. It's just, I value his privacy and I like to give him that respect in his space to be able to uh, express himself on social media how he feels appropriate considering his position. Um, he's also a very private person, so he doesn't like to put a lot of his info out there where I'm very opposite. I'm very much like, let's wear our heart on our sleeve. Let's be honest and transparent with everybody. Let's let everybody in on the haps. Um, we're very opposite in that way. So out of respect for my family, my boys' safety, and my husband, I just stick kind of to myself and keep my posts as personal as I can keep them. So that's how I prioritize most of my posts is ensuring that whoever is in my post is kind of on the same level for uh, privacy and safety when it comes to tagging, that sort of thing. I also discovered that a lot of social media marketing gurus will tell you, you need to find your niche. You need to find out what you're really, really good at. You need to hone in on those hashtags so you have those followers um, appropriate to your passions following you. And I had a really hard time with this. And this is just my personal journey. This is my experience with social media is that I started finding out I do a lot. I probably do more than I really should. I am often told, especially by my mom, Cola, Brittany, you are burning your candle at both ends. And I, I very much do that. Um, I, I, I like to tease and say I may have ADHD behaviors or tendencies. I like to multitask. I like to have my plate full. I like to have a lot of things going on. Hence, I'm recording a podcast on the road on the way to Montana for a bison hunt. So that kind of explains that there. But when these marketing gurus are telling you, find your niche, I'm like, okay, let's see. Uh, I'm a professional athlete. I train in MMA and Jiu-Jitsu. I am a group fitness instructor who specializes or feels pretty good at specifically turn-up fitness. Um, I'm a mom. I hunt. I snowboard. I advocate. I'm indigenous. 
I'm a businesswoman. I've gone to school. Like I, I've done a lot of things and I do a lot of things. And so I couldn't really find my niche. But what has worked for me is using, let me see, I believe the app is called Hashtags. Don't quote me on that, but I'll make sure to link that in the resources. And this app is amazing because you can actually save different groups of hashtags. So I have several different groups of hashtags depending on the type of posts that I'm posting. So if it's something about turn up fitness, you'll see it's more about fitness inspiration, fitness motivation, turn up dance, dance fitness, hip hop, cardio. Um, You'll see that the hashtags are very much directed towards turn up fitness. And then say if I'm doing some advocacy work for MMIW, I have a separate group for uh, MMIW, MMIR, No More Stolen Sisters, Say Her Name. It'll have all those hashtags appropriate for that type of post. Um, People have been seeing some of my reels. And the reels that I've been posting include my voice. So it may say like moms of TikTok, uh, boy mom kind of just more targeted towards the TikTok video that I may have posted and then also just the fact that I'm a mom is I'll include those in there as well. Um, Some very general TikTok or sorry hashtags I'll use is like sober TikTok, indigenous woman. I'll still include include those almost in each and every one of my posts just so it covers this broad spectrum of ultimately who I am and my what I feel like my identity is. So I keep that very open and that's really helped me in engaging with different followers, engaging with new um, partnership opportunities and cultivating more conversations around the things that I'm posting. So that's really helped me is really honing in on the appropriate hashtags for the different areas. Um, What I have researched and what I have found is that people are saying, find your niche. Your niche are going to be maybe two different things. So I see a lot of stay-at-home moms who are running their own business. They're entrepreneurs, which is amazing, which is awesome. And they've honed in on that. Um, Then you find some, maybe the guys are uh, into photography and travel. So that's their niche is travel photography and they'll hone in on that. And it's just going to be really what your your individual platforms are going to be for you and you're going to have to find those niches uh specific to your journey. So, I hope that helps. These were just kind of thoughts and tips and tricks that I was thinking of um while we were driving and to be quite honest, we hit the road before the sun came up and I was kind of like really trying to keep myself like my mind awake and not um kind of just zone out too much especially on the road if you've taken long road trips like you you definitely know what I'm talking about Montana is about a 12 hour trip on its own but when you've got three boys with you you have to take the breaks you have to get the snacks you have to do the things on the road um so the a 12 hour road trip can very much become a little bit longer than that so but I had these thoughts whirling around in my mind I'm like I gotta get this out I gotta record it so my boys are doing amazing allowing me to record this and again um I just appreciate a platform where we could speak openly about these things I hope you found this helpful again any of the resources any of the tips and tricks that I think of maybe later on I will definitely uh put them in the show notes so then you can go and take a look at it for yourself um and if you have any ideas if you have any tips and tricks that you'd like to share with me that you'd like to talk about a little bit more I definitely did not cover everything in depth I just kind of 
skimmed over the surface. We're just scratching the surface of greatness, I feel like. Um, social media is a whole beast in itself. I, again, am not a social media marketing guru. I have just found what's worked best for me. And to put in perspective, um, I am nowhere near 10K followers on Instagram. I am still at the very low thousands, um, which I think for a personal account is still pretty high. Uh, I definitely don't push it as much as I probably should, but I like to have fun. I've used social media for me has definitely taken a shift in the past five years. It went from being super personal, keeping everybody in the loop as to what I'm doing, and it's taking this different shift and it's more of kind of like almost an artistic outlet for me um like online design and video creation and content creation is another form of art it's 2021 not everything is going to be in writing not everything's going to be on canvas or on a piece of paper uh we are now all glued to our phones unfortunately so this is kind of just another creative outlet for a lot of us and that's kind of where i'm taking this i'm able to incorporate um the things that i love and just put in putting them into a in digital form to share with people and to share with people i think that might be interested in it so um i definitely don't push my social media like a business person in some sense, I'm probably the most horrible business person. I don't do a lot of things for gain or for profit. I stick strictly to just um, hoping to help someone else, or if it's at least just one other person, that's what I've always kind of hoped for. So I don't push my social media as much as I, I should. I think if I put like 110% effort into it, I could definitely make it into something, but that's just not where I feel like my heart is pulling to right now at this point. So... Uh, don't read too much into the numbers. And again, the numbers aren't really that big. Just like in fitness, we say stay away from the scale, stay away from the measuring. It, it's all about how you feel. I think it also translate over to social media. I think all too often people are looking at, well, how many friends do I have? How many followers do I have? Um, how many posts have I put up today? This and that. I'm kind of like, girl, whatever helps you feel good for you do this for you. That's kind of what I'm behind and that's what I'm going to stick to. That's my story. Um, but again, any resources, any tips and tricks, I will definitely include in the show notes. If you have any ideas, reach out to me. We can sit down. We can talk about them. You can help me. I am so ignorant when it comes to uh, specific subjects and this is one of them. And I'm definitely open to um, learning more and working on it a little bit more and hearing other people's ideas. So you know what to do. Let's go. Thank you for listening to the Enough is Enough podcast. If you would like more information on our host, guests, or podcast episodes, please visit us on Instagram at EIE541. 